welcome to the Fixtures Podcast, Season 2, Episode 2. Uh, game, week, game Week 2. Game Week 2. We're actually on our episode's aligned with the Game Week. We're week. actually on the right We're actually on the right thing. Uh, <laughs> and hopefully we stick with it. Uh, so today I'm joined by uh, Nikki Erdman. Hello. Uh, Mark Naom. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Hans Erdman. Hello. All right. So we have a full panel today, and uh, so we're missing we're, Connor. We're missing. Well, we're missing a few people. You can't talk about Salty City. <laughs> a few honorable mentions. Um, but uh, I think today we're gonna we're gonna. I think last week we, you heard uh, Mark, Nikki, and my uh, table predictions. So I think we'll start things off at the top of the show here with uh, let's get some table predictions from. Uh, Hans. All right. So let's go well, from from last place to first. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was gonna start the opposite direction. All right. So the bottom three. Let's see who's going down. I have Fulham in last place. Uh, they seem completely hopeless defensively. <laughs> That's pretty much in line um, with what I think all of us put too. <laughs> yeah. Aston Villa. In 19th and West Brom. So there's that. Because I don't think any of them can really defend it. Although Villa did get a clean sheet. But I think there was a red card. Johnny, you got a red yeah. card, yeah. They didn't, was it, they like, didn't, it was like a 10th minute or something. Yeah, like they didn't. They ended up like not going forward at all other than that penalty that um, right. Martinez saved. And then just above the drop I have... Crystal Palace, they've started really well, but I think that'll tail off you know, t- towards the middle of the season, probably. Yeah, I don't have them finishing too high. Then above them, 16th, West Ham. Uh, yeah, no defense. Um, if Antonio gets injured like he has in the past, then they're pretty much done for, I think. Then Brighton above them, I think they're a good side, but... They're a little unpredictable. You know, sometimes they show up, sometimes they don't. Then I have Sheffield. I don't think they're going to finish as high as they did last year. I have them in 14th. Um, above them, Southampton. Yeah, they win some, they lose some. They have Ings. That's about it. Uh, Leeds United, then I have above them. I think they'll have like a strong mid-table finish in 12th. And above Leeds United, Burnley in 11th. And, oh my God, wait a minute. I've written, I've written Leeds twice. Did must you, be missing a team. Did you forget Everton? <laughs> Everybody forgets Everton. No, I have Everton in here. Leicester. No, I have Leicester. Uh, All right. Is it Tottenham? We'll see what happens. Is it Tottenham? No, I have Tottenham. Newcastle. You're definitely missing Newcastle. You would it's, not predict. It's Newcastle. It's Newcastle. totally Newcastle. Boom. <laughs> tenth, tenth is uh, Newcastle, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <some> new signings. <laughs> um, ninth, Leicester. Yeah, I think the Europa League will take uh, quite a bit out of them. They don't have the really the depth to go through a whole season like that. Unless they make some signings, I guess. But I don't see that happening. Eighth, I have Everton. I think they're going to do really well, but I think they're just going to, you know, come short against like the better clubs. 
They're really close, though. I mean, maybe they will get in there. I don't know. Um, yeah, Tottenham 7th, Wolves 6th, and then I have Arsenal 5th. And then the top four, I think, is going to be basically the same as last season, but with Man City winning it and Liverpool coming in second. I think City is going to win it. I have them to win it. All right, well, you're wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> I think Ryan's the only one that's predicted Liverpool to win it. I, It's going to be close, is all we can agree upon right now. All right, so I think let's get into the games. Well, yeah. And let's let's get into the... And if you want to talk, Hans, you're welcome to talk about any of last week game, Act Week's games as well as we go through the teams here. But I think let's, ah, kick, right. let's kick things off with uh, <coughs> Everton 5, West Brom 2. This was still oh fun God. to watch. Oh, I my goodness. Mark, this tell week, us this your feelings on Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Okay, so last season, I couldn't... Okay, so t- actually, I'm going back further. Two seasons ago, Dominic Calvert-Lewin scored like three goals all year. I was like, Dominic Calvert-Lewin's not good. And obviously, I didn't know how old he was. I didn't know he was he's still young. So it's like, okay, Dominic Calvert-Lewin's not good. And going into the next season, people were like hyping up Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Like, he's the next big thing. Okay. And he scored like 13 goals last season? Okay, sure. He... he but I still wasn't sure, is Dominic Calvert-Lewin good, or did he just pull a Josh King and have a single good season? Or, you know, a couple good seasons. No, this season, I think he's going to step it up. I think he's actually a good player. I've made my decision. Dominic Calvert-Lewin is good. Whoa. Whoa. I don't know if i go that far, but... I mean, like, his goals were all, like... They're very really scrappy. Ultra. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. He still has a... Uh... A lot of building, I think, to do, like, technically, physically. He's reading yeah, the he's, game, obviously, yeah. well, because he's in the right places at the right time, so he's doing that pretty well. Yeah, he's really good at positioning, and he's really good in the box. Like, I mean, yeah. he, he can score. Yeah, exactly. So, and I think with Richarlison uh, at his side, they're, they're, like, two different types of players. So it's it's a good attack for Everton. Yeah, so yeah, I, mean, I was surprised they let in uh, so many goals. They would think it was like two two at um like halftime. I remember, yeah. or maybe right after halftime. Yeah, Herrera was... hit like a free kick, and I was like, yeah, so happy yeah, that I was right after halftime. <laughs> oh my god, that free kick! And I was, was like, oh my god, perfectly. Because uh, Gibbs was sent off like right before halftime. That just changed everything. And then Slavon Bilic was sent off as well. So they he, had yeah, he no was, coach. He's trying to talk to the ref, and he got a little heated, I guess. Yeah. I, I listened to it, and he was just—he didn't really swear at them. He just like he was saying like, "Why, why, why don't you just kill us?" You know, like he was complaining about the red card, and then he's, just, you know, he wasn't swearing or anything at him. Yeah, but can you complain? I mean, yes, I think I don't think he should have been sent off. But can you complain about that red card? Like that was a terrible. Like why did he, why did Gibbs do that? He just kind of. I if, have no idea. What yeah, if you missed it, uh, James Rodriguez just kind of finished a run. Well. Yeah, and he ran into. Like, incite that. Like, yeah, I mean, like, a, like a slight shove, but really nothing big. So, and Gibbs yeah. got real mad. I mean, this is Kieran Gibbs. He has, like, 200, 300 Premier League games. I mean, he's 30. He should know better. <laughs> he's yeah. been sent off before, but that time was because uh, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain got a handball and the ref sent off uh, Kieran Gibbs for some reason. <laughs> yeah, so- I think he's a solid side back. You know, he's like a captain almost material. Yeah. You know, he's always reliable, I thought. Yeah, Anyways, better. yeah, Everton, after the red card, it was just all Everton. Yeah. Matter. 
I mean, so, so how do we feel about West Brom's changes? I think we all had them going down. Um, I mean, um, I had them just above the drop, but I guess you know their defense is just so shameful. I know maybe Ivanovic, the new signing, can do something organized. I doubt it though. He's a, yeah. he's, he's, little, like he's a bit old. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's 30, 36. 36. Yeah. I mean, Zlatan's 38 too. So hey. True. I don't know if you can really compare Zlatan and Ivanovic. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> You can't compare lines with humans. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, but I will say their attack... I mean, they've poached Grady Diangana off of West Ham. I think it was West Ham at least. Which was a great signing. I mean, I don't know what Sullivan and Gold are doing not trying to keep Diangana. But, you know, that's it was a good signing. All right. Well, let's let's move on to I the next game. I didn't know about him before. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to Leeds 4, Fulham 3. Oh, I watched this game too. Yeah, that was a uh, a fun game. Leeds had it wrapped up and then just let Fulham back in. I don't yeah, know was what weird. they were thinking. Bamford, oh my god, Bamford, he was just amazing. I thought. So the I mean, there question... were a couple Leeds players, but he was stuck. He stood out the most to me. Sorry. Yeah, my question for last season it was: uh, Is Dominic Calvert Lewin good? This season, it's is Patrick Bamford good? Because every other yes. time he's been in the Premier League, he's been so bad. Yeah, but he, I mean, he's still pretty young, isn't he? Was, he? Yeah, I mean, he was so young before. He's only like 23. I'm worried yeah. about Rodrigo. I don't oh, know that if was he's a terrible signing. Oh, we're already like, calling him a terrible signing? <laughs> well, he scored like, I think, 15 goals in one season, and like he never made it above like seven any other season. For I Valencia think Leeds would take that, 15 goals. That's Yeah, but really that, was, that was a fluke season, I would say. No. Um. Yeah, I, I I I don't know where he fits into this because Patrick Bamford was one of the one of the top goal scorers in the championship last season, so mm-hmm. I don't know if Rodrigo is a replacement for him or a supplement or if they're gonna try to play them together. I mean, t- they, they kind of played him in a more attacking midfield role. This I game. think they were just like unsure of what to expect from Bamford, and now he's like hit the ground running, and it's like holy crap! Okay, you're starting. Yeah. Yeah, I think they were just like they went with like somebody with some experience, I guess, that spoke Spanish, so the coach can, you know, talk to him a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, Leeds really exciting to watch. And Mitrovic so getting two on the on the board up. for Fulham. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why did Parker bench him? Oh, because he was injured last week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he back from injury. Play? yeah, he was coming back from like a hip injury or something. See, uh, that threw everybody off in FPL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, Fulham, I don't know. I, I don't particularly like Mitrovic as a player. Um, I remember when he was at Newcastle, and I don't think he was very good at that point and I just well if you're gonna pull that card with Bamford you gotta pull it with Mitrovic too he's only 25 like he looks older and you would think he's older because he's been around forever he's only like 25 sure sure uh, yeah, no, he's, he's and that's technically fair. not like as good as Bamford though right and he's not as fast I think he's just like really physical yeah his technique is pretty bad though Bamford is older than, Bamford is older than Mitrovic Bamford's 27 Oh really? Yeah, I, I don't know why you guys are saying Bamford is young. I don't, it feels I don't like he was that. just at Chelsea in Chelsea's youth system. Am I old? 
guess I'm just a little bit. I remember him. Well, dude, he was he in was Chelsea's like, youth system like when they were like three or something. No, he was in Chelsea's youth system when they like won the Champions League like eight years ago <laughs> when he was nineteen. <laughs> I, I guess I'm just old. <laughs> All right, well, that's what we learned from that game. I'm old. All right, moving on. Uh, Manchester United one, Crystal oh, Palace three. <laughs> this was so God. fun. Oh my this goodness! Well, this... they, they definitely need up the preseason because Palace looked so much better than them. Just like more fit, like they were. It was immediate too. It was like they were so dangerous. I mean, I know they have Zaha and uh, I. I mean, I use not that fast, is he? Yeah, no. I don't know. Is 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 he really? I mean, I know Zaha is a rocket, but man, they they, they just couldn't handle them on the counter. And the, you know what? I should we should have known this because Palace didn't they beat them twice last season? They did like the double over them or something. Really? <laughs> I think they I'm pretty might sure have, they yeah. did. I'd have to look it up. Nice. I know they beat them the first time at uh, Old Trafford because I yeah. remember that because I took out Van o- I took out Van Onhold. I'd had him in for like two games. He did nothing, and then like he scored a goal and had like a assist or something against United. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I mean this this game. Yeah, this game was kind of dumb. I mean, uh, for United, obviously, like they they were literally just like passing around the midfield if they could, like when they couldn't uh, break Palace down, they'd have a terrible pass. Like you know, someone would miscue a pass, and then yeah. you know Zaha was off. Like well, well, like like I said, they didn't need the preseason, and yeah. then I think everybody was away like international, so they weren't even like working together, like even training. I think yeah. a lot of them were just like gone on international, and before that, they were on vacation. So um, I guess. For the, rec- for the record, for the record, uh, Palace beat United at home last season and lost to United away. Or, oh, sorry, at Palace they lost. Manchester United won in that game three one. At, uh. Old, at Old Trafford, Crystal Palace won two one. Nice. Uh, I would like to point out that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the po- okay. I mean, the so, yeah, only thing that United really had going that, in this game was possession. They had a lot, a lot of possession in that game. They had almost 80% possession, so Palace is 20%, but they just couldn't turn it into anything. And the pass accuracy they had were really good because they had, like, oh, they had, like, 86%, like, pass completion rate. But it just, they just couldn't, like, they were not clinical enough in the box. Like, they didn't get enough shots off. Like, they had all that possession, but they had... A less shots on target than Palace did. So, Nikki, and, what's mean, up with Daniel James? Like five hundred more, they completed five hundred more passes than Crystal Palace. I think the only bright spot in their team, uh, in United's team, was Donny Van de Beek coming on. So, what's up with Daniel James? <laughs> what about him? What 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 happened to him? I mean, he's kind of been invisible. He's a pace merchant. He does nothing but run. Yeah, that's but, all he does. He's all he. Oh, all, he's just. He's just really fast. Like that's kind of his. He's like in the ball. He just got yeah. Paid. Yeah. All you do is you just Everybody play the ball. Him you play, out. Up, you play yeah. the ball up the wing, and then he just runs and goes for it, and then maybe he can whip in a pass. Like that's it. <laughs> yeah. Got to add more to his game, but he's he's really young. Yeah, he is incredibly young. So. Twenty six. I'm just kidding. No way. Yeah, I'm just oh, kidding. I'm say. just kidding. Is he like 21? Or no, something? he is 20, 22. 22. Okay. He was 21 last year. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. United, this is pretty sloppy from them, but I 
I don't know. It's almost to be expected. I don't know that they're getting <laughs> yeah. the right. I, I I don't know. I don't really like Al, uh, Ali the next goal scorer as a uh, as a coach. I don't <laughs> think he's I don't think he's drilling these players enough that they're gonna have. I think he's just kind of like hey, like ah, just go out there, have fun, and should try to score some goals. See you guys in ninety minutes. Uh, <laughs> But in a Norwegian accent, I think he's really helping out like the forward players, like Marshall, Rashford, Greenwood. I think they're all getting because he's a he was a striker, you know. Yeah, he they they have been improving a lot since he came in. It's just the defense. They'll, they'll, has been... they'll do better. They'll start creaming yeah. teams. <laughs> we shall see. But I can hear some yeah. United bias coming through. Um, I would also like to point out that no, Leeds, man, I don't even like him. That Leeds <laughs> are currently trying to find Daniel James from Manchester United. Who? Leeds. 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 Interesting. Yeah, because United. They, they tried to do that uh, like two trying, seasons. Yeah, ago. they were trying. They've been trying. To, they tried to do it two seasons ago when he was at Swansea. But now, uh, yeah, Daniel James has kind of expressed. Daniel, Daniel James has kind of expressed that like he doesn't really enjoy playing at United that much. And also, they're signing a new winger, so I think he just wants more opportunity to play, which he would definitely get at Leeds. Like, I feel like that would be a good signing for them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's. I don't. I don't think he would be a huge loss for United. No, but I think he would be a huge gain for Leeds. Uh, all they right. need depth, though. They're going to be like challenging for trophies, like they should in like four competitions. They need like. Yes. They need some depth. They yeah. they haven't signed anybody. United. They want Sancho so oh. bad, dude. Yeah, but they can't sign him. Roman <laughs> don't want him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Like, you can take your $150 million and shove it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, they're not getting Sancho. Um, but moving I on. I don't think so, yeah. Arsenal 2, West Ham 1. Mark. All right. This one was... Uh, this game? Uh, yeah, this one was, this one was uh, a little weird. So, I mean, you'd expect Arsenal... After you know beating Fulham three 0 and you know coming off Community Shield, FA Cup, you know all that stuff, like we know how to play against the big teams and also Fulham for some reason, but against the small teams, we kind of struggle because like Arteta's whole system. I mean, we don't have the midfielders that he wants. Like we're, that's why we're trying to sign Hussein Alwar and uh, Thomas Party. So mm. yeah, so. You don't think he wants Shaka and Sabios? I thought Sabios was like his boy. <laughs> Sabios is his boy, but we need we need another one because right now Torreira doesn't really fit in the system. I mean, he's we're trying to sell him. Yeah, but he wasn't even playing, and they exactly. did that. Yeah, they can't blame Torreira for that. No, I know he 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 just I don't I don't understand why Mikel Arteta doesn't like him. But so it makes it harder to break down the small teams because we don't have any creativity. So if they sit in a low block, like there's nothing you can really do. And you, they gotta play Ozil. It's like exactly. 18 million a season on the bench. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, Wenger struggled with the same thing. Uh, even on the bench. Even, exactly. He <laughs> just kind of. I think he's trains with like the U23s on match days or something. But yeah, and um, I mean, West Ham looked did look really good. They they looked way better than they did against Newcastle. Um, they were. Wait, playing, why don't you play Ozil? Like why? He's lazy. I mean, against the small teams, sure. But he, but against like, I he doesn't play against, against West Ham. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a terrible idea. I mean, like either play him or sell him. Like we can't. He's he's on three hundred fifty thousand a week. It's we like, can't just like sell. You can't just like choose a team. Like, hey, 
Crystal Palace. I understand why they want don't want to play him because he's a, he's a defensive liability for sure. Yeah. He doesn't track back. And yeah, he, he, he doesn't. He doesn't press either. Exactly. So he does not. That's a lot of the game plan right there. And Arteta. But I was impressed with him in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Arteta, Arteta likes uh, his midfielders to press, which Ceballos does well. Xhaka does it passably, I guess. So, you know, um, Ozil won't do that. And so against these kinds of teams, he won't even... I, I don't know why he's not playing Ozil now. But I don't think it's a terrible idea to just keep him on the bench, you know. I mean, we just need Awar to come in. He's That's he's much so stronger. Much money. I know, $60 million, But, I mean, it's better to get him for $60 million this season than to wait next season and then maybe Juve get him for like $100 million or something. So, um... But yeah, and then West Ham did look really good going forward, actually. They were, I mean, Thomas Suchek won a couple of headers in the box. They totally outplayed them in the second half. Yeah. They totally outplayed them. Yeah, and then a... Yeah, I think they had, like, more shots. They even had, like, more possession, I think. Yeah, and then and then we played the Arteta special, which was sit back and counterattack. Yeah, they had double the amount of shots. <laughs> um, just sat back and then waited for... I mean, Saka had two hockey assists where he just set up the... Uh, he set up Aubameyang really well for the first goal, and then he set up um, he set up Ceballos to get to give uh, Eddie Nketiah the tap in. It was great. Uh, yeah. yeah. Saka well, had. I think yeah. West Ham, they got to go back to their roots, and that is play the freaking long ball to Suchek and to Antonio. Just be as physical as you can. Just get like nasty with. Yeah. With everybody. Why are they I mean, not Su- starting for Because that's like, that's why Arsenal fell apart and they got scored on and they were they had a horrible second half and I think West Ham should have like they should have gotten a draw from this game. Why? They were unlucky. Why aren't they starting Felipe Anderson? Because Felipe Anderson doesn't really do much. I mean, how many goals did he score last season and the season before? He's really not been he's not been great going forward. He has like no end product. Been pretty good. Bowen's I mean, just played, been, yeah, yeah, Bo- and then Bowen's actually been keeping him out too. Yeah, yeah. Like he played well. He got a couple shots off outside the box. Did Arsenal try to sign Felipe Anderson this window? No, we've pretty much only been in for Gabriel, uh, party an hour. I mean, that's a pretty stacked bench for West Ham. Yarmolenko, yeah, Felipe, Felipe Anderson, Lindsay, Yarmolenko, Yeah, Yarmolenko is a tub of sweat and doesn't do anything after forty-five minutes, but. But he's like one of their biggest players, like in yeah. terms of weight. Exactly. And they've yeah, spent that, I mean, that's so why they much can't... money, West Ham, like on attacking players, and they still can't do anything. Yeah. Well, again, they have David Moyes as their manager, so. Even when they had um, Pellegrini. That's true. And then they had, um, oh my God, Bilic. They just can't do well, anything. Well, Bilic likes to sit back. That's kind of what he does. I guess. I don't know. All right. All right. Let's move on, on to Southampton 2, Spurs 5. This was oh the... Oh, my God. I was the, at work for this game. <laughs> the sun show here. Don't remind me. Don't yeah, remind I missed me. this one, too. So... Yeah, this game's, like, really early for you guys. Yeah, yeah this was, I, I was 6 a.m.? 6 a.m. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, this was the first game. I mean, this is four goals from Hyun Min Sun. Um He's on fire. The high game. line from Southampton. 
they were they were playing this high line and they have like this slow center backs and Mourinho was like oh why don't I just play Son as a forward and what do you know four goals I mean that's yeah his his center backs were Jack Stevens and Jan Bednarek or yeah so I I don't think they're the quickest but you know yeah so the counter attacking the counter attacking style would probably be good I guess. Southampton. Yeah, and I do think that is one thing that Mourinho does well is he's able to find weaknesses in teams, um, and kind of exploit them when he he's almost kind of like a tournament coach where he can kind of just say, okay, this is my opponent for right now, and how can I defeat them? And that's really what he, like he shined at like Inter and stuff too, um, doing the same kind of stuff. But I think he tends to fall apart when it comes to the man management aspect and to keeping his players happy with him, but he can read the game very well and know, find the, you know, the weaknesses that he needs to uh, exploit, which I think he did very well in this game. Um, So one interesting thing, of course, is the Gareth Bale transfer coming in. So first question I'd like to ask is Hans, how do you feel about that transfer? Do you think that's a good move for them? I think it's horrible. No, I think it's horrible. He hasn't like played at all at Madrid, and what is he? He's been playing golf the whole time. Yep. <laughs> he's thirty-one years old. He's not very young. He's injury prone. Like that's a big reason why he didn't take off at. Uh, he's already injured. Is he? Yep. He's yeah, out he's, for a month. He's coming there with an injury for about six weeks, I think. Well, there you go. That's. How much? I mean, how much do they pay for him? I mean, if it's a free transfer, I understand. It's that. a loan. It's a loan, oh, but they're paying the, they're paying the full wages. Okay. Oh, well, not bad. Okay. All right. See where it goes. Yeah, I don't know. I I, mean, I, 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 I know Bale has quality, and he's like a freak of nature physically. So we'll see what happens, I guess, if he can get healthy. Last season for Real Madrid, he only played 16 games. Yeah. And how many goals in those 16 games? Two. That's him, like, every season. He played... Well, I mean, like, when he first came, I mean, he won, like, four Champions Leagues. That was good, but then, you know, after that... There was when Zidane came. I remember when he broke through with Tottenham, and he, like, scored a hat trick against uh, Inter. That's how old I am. <laughs> I don't remember his so, breakthrough. I just remember him getting those sold. Days, be great. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, and also, so my second question is, where does he? Who does he replace in this system? Lucas. Lucas. Moura? I don't understand. Yeah, this is this is a good question because I don't think they even need a player like Bale. I think what they need is center midfielders because I think they have awful ones right now. Yes. You don't like Koibieri? I mean. Okay, I guess they did try to replace it, but I don't know. <laughs> Early days with Hoiberg. Yeah, yeah I, don't think I think Harry Winks is a good. Their attack good is their is definitely their strongest point, and now you're forcing out one of your front three players, who are your best players on your team. Meanwhile, your midfield for this game was. In- I mean, he's a legend, Lucas Mora. They have Lamella, Bergwijn. They they both look good. I mean, Lamella doesn't get like goals or assists but he works so hard yeah I and i mean bergwine now like, i mean bergwine is not even going to get any game time if gareth bale actually is playing yeah, what is he, yeah. doing? he did nothing 
He's done Berg, nothing wrong. Yeah, no, Bergwijn actually was playing really well last season for his first season in the Premier League. Like, he scored three goals in 14 appearances, which is amazing, but, like, it's his first season in the Premier League, and he's only 22. So, like... What they know. needed was, like, an actual striker because if Harry Kane goes down again, which he probably will, he seems <laughs> yeah, like damaged goods, uh, then they're screwed. For some reason, uh, there's a kid in Tottenham's system that Jose Mourinho really likes named Troy Parrott, and he was like, if he is the backup for Harry Kane, it's Troy Parrott. No one well, else. But, well, I mean, um, Mourinho I, has said that he wants to sign yeah, another striker. Yeah, he wants a backup. I he think said he, I time and time take... again that he wants another striker. Yeah, I think they're taking Bale to start right wing and then maybe having Lucas as the backup striker. Of course, that. Well, I mean, Mourinho's even said that Son and Lucas are not strikers and that he does not want to play them in striker for that reason. Yeah. I don't know why he doesn't play Son as striker, though, because he's like, scores so many goals when he does. I feel like he should be a striker. Or like he also in a pair. really liked uh, Harry Kane. Why did Elder, why did Elder Wheel at no, yeah, but like Play them together. That's... Well, Nicky, we're going to uh, pretend you didn't butcher that pronunciation. <laughs> Um, Wait, what? Isn't Elder Viral out or like leaving soon? I don't know. I mean, he was on a bench. Yeah. No, he just signed a new contract. There's no Did he way really? Yeah. I mean, I w- that's what ha- I would be- I've been watching All or Nothing Tottenham, and he signed a new deal in the documentary. Oh. <laughs> interesting. Okay, I'll, I'll have to ask Mike about that one. That's yeah. interesting. Because I know who was their other center back? God, I can't remember his name. Sanchez and Davies, oh, I think. Vertonghen. Vertonghen. Sanchez and Vertonghen's Dyer. gone. Dyer. Is Dyer even a center back? No, Dyer's not a center back. Vertonghen left. So. Yeah, he's at Benfica now, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, well, yeah. Interesting things going on at Spurs. I'm. I don't know. I still think they're set up for disaster, in my opinion. I think it's going to be a really bad season for them unless they pull off something really smart. I think they have a lot of gaps. Wait, Alderville did sign a new contract on December twentieth, twenty nineteen, which puts oh, him at the club. A while ago. Which puts him at the club till twenty twenty three. All right, um, um, let's let's so let's keep injured. going here. All right, so we're next up, we're gonna have Newcastle nil, Brighton three. Oh God, dude, this game. Oh, what was that? I did not see this game. <laughs> okay, so I missed the first ten minutes. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I switched it on after after ten minutes, and then I watched the rest of the game, and I was really mad. Wow. Because, yeah. So we, but, well, at least you saw one goal. Yeah, I did. Yeah, but the the new Newcastle played so badly, like it was just boring and negative. Um. Yeah. I, why? Why? They they started so well against West Ham. They well, did. They looked Ham. really. <laughs> I was kind of shocked to see them do that bat poorly. Although Brighton, like I said, they're they're like this joker. Like you never know, they could like beat, you know, Liverpool or something. They crazy. beat Arsenal twice last season. So, um, yeah, they just have this like <laughs> weird style with the wingbacks, kind of like um, Wolves, but they're and plus they have a very talented wingback in Tariq Lamptey. Yeah, Tariq Lamptey, the Chelsea boy. Who, okay, yeah. you're gonna mention that yeah, forever. Nicky, half the league is a Chelsea player. Yeah, I was okay. going to say, I mean, Chelsea had every player with them I at mean, one point. Well, to be fair, I mean, well, be like Mo Salah, the I mean, Chelsea boy. They just, no, I mean, they just sold Tariq Lamptey, like, this season. Once he was at the, he was at, like, he was in the youth squad from when he was, like, eight. So, 
like Chelsea's. And so, but they just sold him this season. And like, I don't know. He's, I don't know why we sold him. He's so good. Like, he's just been playing amazing for Brighton. Because well, you have uh, James. That's yeah, Reese James and Espelicot to keep him out, dude. No, I think. I don't don't say he's like, better than James. I like Lamptey a lot. I've always liked Lamptey. He's very small, though, Nikki. You have to remember that. I think so really, I, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I don't think I think he will probably end up not playing wing back in long term. He's probably going to end up just becoming a winger. Winger, because he's so fast. He is, and he's so small then, and like he's small just, he's winger. Be like a Daniel James, then. Yeah, but he does. He does. He does he, his passing is good. Yeah, and he has a lot of. He's very good on the ball. Like he makes a lot of good passes. Mm, let's see. From what I've seen. So, I, the one thing I would like to point out from this game, I think Andy Carroll, Callum Wilson is a terrible strike partnership. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because Callum Wilson does everything that Andy Carroll does, and then Andy Carroll just kind of stands there. Yeah. I was going to say, isn't Andy Carroll just like on one leg? Like, does he even do anything? <laughs> exactly. I mean, I think, I mean, they brought on Ryan Fraser because of an injury, I think. Oh, and yeah, to sound right. Jesus Max. Christ. It, having Miguel Almiron waste on the bench is such a, a, just a terrible decision. I don't know why they spent so much money to bring him in from Atlanta and then freaking play him out of position and then be like, well, he's terrible. And it's like, well, he's not. He's in a, He played as an attacking midfielder. Or he was the freaking playmaker at, at Atlanta. He did so well. They bring him in and they play him on the left wing, and he's just done terrible on the wing. He's not a winger. Like he should be played in attacking midfield, and that you, I mean, you, he would play so much better. It's just, it's so disappointing to see. I mean, pull, pull, pull Andy Carroll out. Put Almiron playing as as a, like a shadow striker behind Callum Wilson, and I guarantee you, you'll see much better results. Yeah, agreed. I, yeah. I, he's uh, it's absolute waste to play him on the wing. It is. Yeah, I mean, I I like Jolinton honestly. He was doing okay, and then he got like injured, I think, last season or something. Else. Yeah, I mean, I don't. <clears throat> I I mean, their their front three got a lot of stick last season for Two not scoring very Jolinton. many goals, yeah. but I mean. I think that they have the potential. I think they just had some confidence issues, and it was just, you know. It, uh, but I think if they were to get going, I think that's a very potent front three. And to see that front three get destroyed and replaced by Andy Carroll, Callum Wilson, I, I don't, I don't know that that's the right move. Uh, I mean, and then uh, Callum Wilson's all right. He had a good season that, like, not last season, the season before that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Callum Wilson is bad. I don't think I don't I don't think Callum Wilson is bad. I just think it's got to not be very. Jolinton is a pretty young player, him. and I don't think it's very. He's already struggling with his confidence because of last season. He was finally starting to get going, finally starting to score some goals, and then you replace him with Callum Wilson, and then bring in Andy Carroll alongside him. And I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I would not line this team up with a four-four-two. I would not have the. I would not have the attacking talent that they have rotting on the bench. And don't play Almiron and winger. God dang it, dude! Didn't uh, they like play like um, a back three last season? Yeah, like isn't that where they had all most of last season? Best? It was like a five-four-one or something. Like yeah. Almost. 
They had they would have like Lascelles, um, Cher, and then like another center back start every week. Yeah, I don't so know why they Fernandez, I think. Yeah. And the chair got injured and it became like Mankio or something. Mankio was playing center back? I think so. I don't know. Somebody else. How do we think the St. Maxima injury is going to affect Newcastle going forward? I mean, they got so much attacking talent. I don't really know that it's going to be a huge issue to them. I think it's pretty much a one-for-one swap for like Ryan is Frazier. Is it a big injury? No, it's, it wasn't. It's not huge. He's gonna be, they said he's probably going to be out for next match. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's oh, that's nothing. minimal. It's <laughs> one game. And, I mean, they, right. got, they got enough other wingers that it's fine. Let's talk but, about Chelsea. Yes, Nikki. <laughs> so this is the game that I've been quietly salivating over this whole time. Uh, Liverpool to Chelsea nil. Okay. Um, so Chelsea's not going to go Liverpool this Liverpool is going is to win the league. Um, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Thiago will. Did win you say Thiago, bro? Oh my Thiago. god. <laughs> Thiago. Thiago, whatever. This dude, man, he will win the the league for us by himself. His passing was next level. Seriously, it was it was fantastic. It, I, it was it was. I mean, I almost felt bad at halftime that Klopp was just like, "All right, release the Kraken." Um, the time is now, and he—I mean—he he got more touches than any Chelsea player over the course or of the entire Liverpool game player. in half in half yeah, and in any forty-five Liverpool minutes. Player. It was the most out of any player on the field. Yeah, I mean, the dude is an absolute monster, and I mean, he was just pulling the strings so well from midfield. Um, Sadio Mane is fantastic as a player, and uh, Kepa. I, I would be shocked to ever see him start another game for Chelsea at this point. Edward um, Mendy was just signed, so yeah, he was just signed today. Uh, yeah, I don't think Kepa's gonna be coming back anytime what? soon. Of course, he's gonna play. No, he's not. Why would he play? What? Who are they gonna play? Caballero? No, they no, just signed just... the goalkeeper today. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. Huh. yeah. Edward Mendy from Rennes. From Rennes. Really? From yeah. Rennes. You think he's just straight in then? Oh Probably. yeah, definitely. Kepa's Kepa. confidence is gone, and yeah. Frank Lampard in the in the post match interview is basically like, "We've signed a new goalkeeper." Kepa's yep. gone. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I think that's good news for me. I think now they won't take Gigi Donnarumma. I don't really think. I don't understand why. Frank Lampard is just refusing to play Kai Havertz in his natural position. Well, because like, the last game he started Kai Havertz in right wing and he did not do well because that's, he doesn't play right wing. And then this game he started him in striker and he didn't do well because he doesn't play striker. Like, just play him in cam. Like, Kai Havertz literally in, an after, in the post-match interview against Brighton, he was like, better, I just want to play cam. <laughs> Like, you're supposed to play center attacking mid. Uh, another thing I don't understand is why we're starting Christensen and Zuma in center back. Like, I would... I think we should well, you just won't, start... you won't be next week. I think I think we should just start Azpilicueta <laughs> in center back. Like, last season, we played Azpilicueta in center back for almost the entire season, and he was great. Like, I don't know why we can't just keep playing him in center back, because then we get to keep playing Reese James on the right as well. Especially against Liverpool, I think that I would be fine, because they don't... 
these strikers. I know they're not that physical. They're just fast. That's what I'm saying. Like I didn't. I don't understand why we were playing Christensen Zuma back. But not like Asplakwetta's fast. I know. He's pretty he's, up there. And... not really fast, but he just his positioning is so good that like people can't get by him. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think Kai Havertz needed to be playing his normal position, especially when he's still trying to get used to it. And plus, now it's also shoving Timo Werner off of his main position because they had him playing left wing. Like, yeah, he might he might need a lot of time or something. He might be like Pulisic, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, Pulisic came in. Uh, Pulisic came in with an injury. Well, yeah, and I mean, you do have Pulisic and um, Ziyech. Yeah, in coming they're still into, injured. they're both still injured, yeah. and they're so. I mean, uh, Hakim Ziyech is supposed to make his debut versus West Brom, though. So I don't, I, I, I don't think that this team. I think this was almost like a let's just roll with what we have, and yeah. I don't think this is. I, if everybody's fit, I don't think they're lining up like this. Yeah, if everybody's fit, they're definitely not lining up like this. But I just, I don't know. It just didn't make that well, much sense. <laughs> I mean, here's the good news, Nikki. You play West Brom next. Yeah, that's why I kept Werner on my yeah, fantasy It's team. away as well, so they're probably going to try to attack a little bit more. So there's going to be a lot of space to attack yeah. them back. Well, and so I, mean, I see Werner getting a hat trick. With, with, with everything said and done, I will say... I, I think Chelsea played well in the first half. Um, they and did. then it was I up think until the Christensen red card. I think as soon as that red card happened, yeah, that, that was the so worst. That, yeah. t- that was oh, the worst possible time to get a red card. And I think at that moment, that Klopp smelled the blood in the water. Absolutely, he pulls Jordan Henderson, who is more of a, a, a more of a defensive player. Didn't I, he have an injury? Um, no, then- Henderson. Yeah. No, he wasn't injured. I think he, they just pulled him and just to get Thiago in there. Or Thiago or whatever. Yeah, to put Thiago on. Yeah. Yeah, because well, I think it's what the game it, it's what the game needed because uh, they, I yeah, think because it's like attack versus defense then you just need a guy that's going to be the puppet master controlling everything. Right, exactly. And uh, he smelled the blood in the water. He puts on somebody who can really dictate the game and he did so very well. I'm gonna. I'm just terrified to see what this team is gonna be capable of after he kind of because there was a lot of passes he made where the the rest of the Liverpool team was just not even ex, like anticipating it yet. Um, like there was a great ball that he um, got into the far post and uh, when Aldum just wasn't even like ready for it and he was just chasing after it. So if once, how much is he in that field? Um, Six million, but he's not worth it. I think he's going to get a lot of assists, but I don't. I mean, I don't think he's going to score goals or anything like that. So, and I, I don't think he's worth a, taking out a, one of the other Liverpool assets. But I think he's going to. I think because of him, you're going to see Mane and Salah um, scoring a heck of a lot more goals, which is terrifying because they all already score a lot of goals. So, um, also real quick, I would like to just make a, a note of uh, Fabinho is a goddamn monster. Um and Timo Werner was not allowed to move during this game. Um, because Timo Werner of him. ran past Fabinho multiple times. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but Fabinho had t- Werner in his pocket, man. Um, there were multiple times that Timo Werner was able to get past Fabinho. <laughs> well, he didn't score, so. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying. I mean, oh, it's not like Burnley. Fabinho. All right. Well. 
I, I, and I think with this said, uh, Chelsea ain't winning the league anytime soon. Um, <laughs> no, I think we just. No, I mean, they're kind of in an injury crisis right now. To be fair. Um, and I will say that this is going to be. I think this is going to be a really important game long term because I think it. I think Chelsea's going to do well. I think they're still going to finish third. Um, but I think this is going to be the kind of games that you, that the the kind of the three title contenders are going to need to pick points off of, right? Because if Liverpool beats everybody in the entire league, and really it comes down to if they can beat City and they can beat Chelsea. Getting Chelsea away out of out of the way with a two nil win, I think, is awesome for them and sets them up for huge success if they can just keep the things rolling. So, um, so that's what we'll say about that. So let's let's move on to Leicester City four, Burnley two. I'm going to go to class now. Goodbye. Okay, have fun, Nikki, in class. Um, so this game was, uh, so I don't think any either of the first half goals should have been allowed. I have, okay, I have to watch the Harvey Barnes goal again. Uh, the Chris Wood goal, though, he he shoves Justin out of the way, and um, and it and then the ball touches his arm. Um, so that should not have been allowed, um, according to the analysts at the Fixtures podcast. Um, Harvey Barnes's goal. There was one sec. I don't. know. Remember what issue I had with this, actually. Yeah, never mind. I didn't see the game at all. Oh, no, no. Iozzi Perez was uh, impeding the goalie's vision, and he was in an offside position. So that should have been called for offside. But whatever. <laughs> right, because yeah. he's interfering with play. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, is I mean, James Justin, the young boy, getting a goal. Eric Peters scoring an own goal. Uh, and then. So Burnley tried out. I don't think they tried out a new center back pairing. I think their center backs are injured or something right now. Their uh, first choice. So they have Jimmy Dunn and who is this? Kevin Long. Um, Jimmy Dunn did score a goal, so that was good. I don't know if they started last game too, but they are. I'm pretty sure they're both like decently young. Like Jimmy Dunn is yeah, 22, and Kevin Long is thir- Okay, Kevin Long's 30, <laughs> but Jimmy Dunn is decently young. So, you know, it's a little exciting for Burnley. I mean, yeah, they did concede four, but, you know. It's not often you get to say something's exciting at Burnley. Right? Yeah, I mean, with zero signings made this season, they kind of have to, you know, look at who they already have instead of who they can get because the owners don't want to invest. And I think it's all – I think it's interesting that all – I think all four of us had Leicester City outside – the top four certainly and i think most of us had them outside of the top six even. i think nicky had them in the top six but he's not here to defend them right now so you so know. yeah i mean i don't yeah i don't know that they're gonna do very well this season i i don't have high hopes for them at the moment yeah um, i mean defensive Europa league is gonna take a lot out of them eventually yeah. they just don't have the squad you know they don't have the depth you, you can know, only, like, you right. can only rely on jamie vardy like, so imagine much. vardy getting injured like kane does and what that would do to them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the, right now, I mean, they're kind of having, like, a center back issue where they, they have to play Wilfred and Didi. Not Wilfred and Didi. That's a different team. Uh, it is Wilfred and Didi. Okay, never mind. Yeah. At center back. Yeah. Um, he's playing at center yeah, back right a, now. He's at CDM. So, you know. Yeah, and I was they, impressed. That's crazy. Yeah, because I guess Johnny Evans is out right now. 
Um, they've got James Justin starting left back when he's a like you know a young right back. I mean Timothy Castani is also a right back, and he's when Ricardo Pereira comes back from injury, I think Timothy Castani is going to shift to left back, and Ricardo Pereira is going to stay right back. Is going to go into right back, and James Justin is going to uh, go back to the bench. Yeah, but yeah, and probably. Um, because uh, Castan, he's coming yeah. from Atalanta, so he has like yeah, and, and he's already experience. scored and assisted, and he's, and he's completely yeah. destroying it. Yeah, he scored, he assists, he's yeah. doing it all already. Um, and then Harvey Barnes scored, I think, his first goal of the season. He shoots like so much; his conversion rate is terrible. Like, I mean, he I, he's had more shots than Vardy over the past two games. With half the goals, and yeah, okay, I guess both of Vardy's goals were. Uh, yeah, he just uh, like snapped penalties. Yeah, but I mean, last season six goals and eight assists in thirty six matches. He's he's better off the bench, um, for Leicester. Yeah, yeah. See what happens. Yeah, Intr- that'll be. An- I think that'll be another one to yeah, watch alongside Spurs. Oh, sorry. I was just saying they have a uh, really good fixtures for a while, so they could probably rack up some more points, put themselves in a good position. Yeah, if they can do that now, then the end of the season will be fine. But wait a minute, they do play City next, don't they? Yeah, yeah. but then after City, it's pretty tame when it comes to fixtures. Yeah, that's what I thought. All yeah. right, so let's move on to Aston Villa one, Sheffield United nil. Okay, so um, I mean Martinez, my boy. Yeah, well, first of all, yeah, red card from John Egan. Um, the twelfth minute, minute kind of killed all the momentum. Like yeah, yeah, it was, it was super early. Yeah, um, so they didn't really get, they didn't really have much going for them going forward. Um, but you know they did get a penalty. Uh, John Lundstrom shot that, and Emmy Martinez saved it. That's my boy, Emmy Martinez. Wait a minute, Lundstrom uh, took the penalty. I think so. What? Right. He did. I don't know. He did. Yeah. Oh my God, they they really don't have any forward. <laughs> I mean, they have all. Of, they started Oliver Berkey and David McGoldrick. Yeah, they don't. I, I don't think they have any like. The problem is all their strikers are like you know good at like hold up play and like link up in general, but they don't score ever. They need to find uh, Brewster from Liverpool. Yeah, I mean they. It seems like they're going to. I mean, but it's gonna be for like twenty million, which I mean he's like eighteen. <laughs> ten yeah. more, ten more million, and you could have got a Thiago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I also want to point out that Aston Villa had. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yeah, they were men up though for like 80 minutes. I know. Yeah, they should have scored more, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say like that's actually bad. Yeah. Considering they scored one goal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was one of their center backs too. Conte yeah. scored the winning goal. Yep. Yeah, I heard like a lot of hype over this new striker from the championship. He didn't seem to do anything yeah. for them. Did he start? Uh, Oliver Burke? No, actually, he's a new one as well for Sheffield. But I was, I meant the oh. for Villa. Oh, Didn't they Watkins. get a new striker? Yeah, he started. He played the Watkins. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. He, he scored, I think he was top scorer in the championship last season or something. I don't know. For Brent. No, I think it was Mitchell. Oh, yeah, really? Mitrovich yeah, was. Darn. Well, he was probably close then. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I will confirm um, this. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Watkins was pretty close, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he'll get off the mark. He's got. He's got he um, Grealish behind him. He's like 6.5, though, in FPL. <laughs> I don't know. Seems a little too expensive. Holly Watkins uh, with 25 goals. And Mitrovic with 26. Oh, so close, Holly. One goal. Yeah. One goal. All right. All well, right. hopefully he can score like a dozen. I think that'll keep Villa up if he does. Yeah, and plus Emmy Martinez being because they have Grealish, who's like the talisman. Yeah. So if Grealish can do what he did last season, and they Watkins can come in with like a dozen goals, then I think they'll be set. Yeah, uh, and uh, McBurney's back right now too. Or sorry, not McBurney. Uh, McGinn, John McGinn. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, yeah he was playing. Because John, they missed John McGinn a lot last season. Yeah, he was injured, season. injured for yeah, quite a, a good chunk of it. So, yeah. All right. Let's see what happens. Well, let's close it out with Wolves one, Manchester City three. Yeah, Wolves Man. couldn't get anything going in this one. I was going to say City dominated that game. Yeah, they really did. Kevin De Bruyne was playing like an attacking mid now. He's not even a center yeah. mid like he was before. That is so scary. De Bruyne is I, so good. Instantly in my team. He is instantly in my FPL team. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, and then, He's going to get like 500 points. Yeah, exactly. And then with Romain Seiss, um giving him a penalty, he got to take it. So uh, De Bruyne got to take it, I mean. so that yeah, He's cool with penalties. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Phil Foden scored. He not only did Phil Foden start, yeah. but he scored. Uh, I think Sterling set him up really nicely. Yeah, he did like all the hard work. Yeah, so or not hard work. He played it into him. Yeah, but um, do you think he's gonna have a bigger role this season for Manchester City? I mean, he's twenty now. He probably wants for to sure. play. Yeah. He's he. I think he's Pep's boy, and he'll play him over Mares if he can. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I think he's I, he's in, he's in a minute of the I team. Totally think he will. But I think at a certain point, I think yeah, likes him a lot. I think at a certain point, yeah, he's gonna over. He's gonna. I mean, he's got to make his way into the squad eventually. I mean, they've held on to him. Well, they the haven't sent him out on loan. Like, not like just a winger like Mares. He can play in the center mid kind of like David Silva sort of role, like or Kevin De Bruyne kind of role. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's flexible, so yeah. he'll get in there. I think. Quite a bit, yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking at him for FPL. He's only six point five. <laughs> yeah. All right, so guys, um, I'm gonna name City's bench. I want you to tell me how many of them you've ever heard of: Zach Steffen, Ferran Torres, Riyad Mahrez, uh, Nicolas Otamendi, Liam Delap, Tommy Doyle, and Adrian Bernabe. I think like five of them I have. Yeah, what's, I think what's up with like that? 18. Yeah, they're like all 18. I don't know why. Tommy Doyle, 18. Um, Liam DeLapp was 17. Adrian Bernabe, 19. And Zach Steffen, I thought he was like the third choice keeper. Oh, they did get rid of Claudio Bar- uh, Bravo. Yes, they did. So. 
Um, interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting because and and only one sub all game. Yeah, they didn't even use up. You know, you know why he was trying to get minutes in the legs. Yeah, because he probably has a team already. Because do they play like in the EFL Cup? He's probably gonna give them ninety. He's not even yeah. gonna play anybody else. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's got a deep squad, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if it might also be some sort of thing if you have to have English players or something, you know, for so many minutes or on the bench for so many oh, minutes. Oh, yeah, 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 that's definitely something, part of it. Some sort of, uh, you know, rule. Yeah. Premier yeah. League rule thing. And they yeah. figure they yeah. just get, get it out of the way the first game. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all our great yeah. youth talent, and then immediately none of them ever see the light of day ever again. But um, what do you think about Aguero? You think he's gonna be coming back anytime soon? He better. I don't yeah. think Gabriel Jesus is anywhere near as good. I don't know, man. I think Pep really likes Jesus. I think he does, but I, I think, think he like, he, he just he's knows like that Aguero is. You know, to get more likely to score goals at least. I well, yeah, I, mean, I, I do say that up. after Jesus scores, but I don't think Jesus is anywhere near anywhere. I don't think Jesus can even touch Aguero. Not even any we'll Actually, though, look at the stats last season: fourteen goals and seven assists for Jesus. Not bad. I mean, if City is winning, like the whole time, like why would you change it? Yeah, I mean, his. I think Aguero uh, is great expired. for Next those home Next games year. against like lower teams. That's yeah. when Aguero just like hat trick four goals. You know, it's kind of like Salah. Yeah, he loves those lower teams, and he just destroys them at home. Exactly. I mean, he outscored um, Jesus in 10 less games. And, you know, he... I think he's coming back from injury or something. Yeah, um, but he just doesn't do it enough, like, at the... When they really, really need it, I think. Yeah. Well, I, except when they won the title <laughs> that one time. Yeah. Well, more than one time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but... <laughs> Yeah, I think um, his contract expires next year or something, and he's just going he, – he wants to go back to independent. That's what I mean. I think, yeah. I think they're they're preparing already. They're, yeah. they're already prepared. Yeah, I mean, I, I think life day. without Aguero is definitely coming. Um, I, he's just still such you a monster. You think they'll give though. another contract? No, I don't think so. No. That's what I mean. Like, I think he's but going. I think, the, season, I think but... the question is – if they don't give him another contract, do they go with Gabriel Jesus or do they try to bring in somebody like Holland or somebody, some some other striker? I think somebody older maybe gives. I mean, I know Jesus is twenty three. He should be better. Or, you know, he should do better. But I think somebody like you know late twenties, like in their prime right now, they could bring someone like that in. Um, Who would that be? I don't know. Like Cavani's. How old is Cavani? I know he's. Leaving. He's no like way. No way they get rid of Aguero and bring in Cavani. No way. Cavani's like 33. Yeah. Um, yeah, 33. And again, like at that point, they'll just keep Aguero. I mean, it's got to be somebody. Yeah, exactly. It's got to be somebody who's just a world beater at this point. So it's got to be somebody like if Holland keeps putting numbers up in Dortmund, I could see him being a potential target. Yes. Um, I was going to say that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's totally who. That's totally who Pep would go for. I think that I think they are going to be watching him keenly. But I mean, they also, 
they need to make sure he's not a one season wonder though too because i feel like a lot of teams are getting bit by that piatek comes to mind um Oof, yeah. sorry hans piatek yeah and like uh, I, I, there's a lot of i think there's oftentimes you know there's the there's the wow this this kid is great and then they don't really pan out I don't think Piontek even compares to Holland. Though. No, I don't Holland think so. Holland is a six foot five monster. He's not very technical, but he just. But he scores so like always. Yeah, because he's, he's so, so big and strong. I know this isn't going to happen, but I think Raul Jimenez would be a good signing. You know. Potentially but, interesting. Yeah. That is, yeah, that could totally see that happening. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, he would. Like it's a step up from Wolves City, but I don't know if he would like you know really want to leave. Yeah, Jimenez and, J- and him, Jesus totally starting and Jimenez as a as a as a sub or, or other or way as a around backup even. or yeah, I, I, mean, I think Jesus that's a, that's a good that would be good. Speaking of Wolves transfers, though, um, Diego Jota to Liverpool. How that's do we feel? Hurt. How do we feel about that? Both from I, a world, really world's perspective confused. and a Liverpool. I don't know. I, I, don't Liverpool need, like, center backs? Like, don't they want to pair Van Dyke with somebody better than Gomez? I mean, they have Matip and um, Fabinho who can both play that role. Um, they This was definitely looking for cover for Mane. Yeah. Because we I mean, don't, because last year, last year when we were, when we were playing... If Mane wasn't starting, it was Origi starting on the wing, and that's terrible. Yeah, I I think they want to avoid the Origi on the wing thing. I don't. I think Shakiri's days at Liverpool are numbered. I don't think. I think he's fallen out of favor. He's still a bit. there. Yeah. yeah right. Um, <laughs> he, he hasn't played at all. I don't think he's going to be playing very much anymore. Um, and so uh, your options in winger are limited. Like a big deal when he came. Yeah, he did very well, but I don't know. Something happened, I think, between him and Klopp because he really was, like, completely banished. Um, So I I think it's a great – I think – I personally, I think it's a great signing. Actually, I was a little skeptical at first until I saw his numbers. He's about the same age that Mane was when we brought him in. And actually, if you look at Mane's stats when we brought him in from Southampton versus Jota's stats now, Jota actually – on paper, is a better player than Mane was at the time. So I wish it was only on paper, though. I I think on paper, you know, just well, just it, out of ex- out of expected goals, so inconsistent. Out of expected goals and out of out of minutes played and goals scored, Jota is well. I mean, Mane was not the world beater that he is today. Yeah, when he came from Southampton, he was woefully inconsistent. A he has like the fastest hat trick with Southampton. Yeah. <laughs> he was a- <laughs> he so does. Quick. He was good, but he but he was really inconsistent. He missed a lot of chances. He was not uh, a and Klopp really turned him into probably one of the best players in the in the world at the moment. Like, yeah. He's an absolute monster, and he was. I trust me. I I I, I watched quite a few Liverpool games and at that time, and they were. He was not the the player he is today, not anywhere close. Um, and I think bringing in Salah was a big part of that because when Salah came in and had that kind of really great season, his first season, I think that that competition between Mane and Salah really drove Mane to get, to become the player that he is today because i mean he wants to be the number one african 
Yeah, because I mean, so I think it's really, I think, I think having Jota in there is really exciting. I think it provides some really great cover for the wing, which we desperately needed, more so than than center back, I would think. And we got cover at left back, so we got Andy Robertson's cover taken care of. We got Mane's cover taken care of. Um, we got Minamino to cover for Firmino. Um, so the last piece that they're really missing, I think, at this point, is potentially another center back, but. Like I said, with Fabinho and Gomez and Matip being able to play along Van Dyke, alongside Van Dyke, I think there's enough wiggle room there. I would I wouldn't be surprised to see Fabinho playing at center back a bit more this season. Um, so I I, th- I think that position is 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 okay at the moment. Okay. Yeah, it's all going to depend on City versus Liverpool. What happens in those ties? Those are like the six yes. pointers. Yep. Yes, I. I, I think I City agree. beats Chelsea as well pretty easily, honestly. Oh God, yeah. I think I think this this City team playing the way they played this last game, I think rips Chelsea to shreds. Yeah, yeah. It's still just a two horse race, really, for the league. Yeah, I think they'll probably th- run away with it again. Both of them. I yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be really close. I th- I think Pep definitely is going to want to come back swinging. I don't think he, I don't think it's going to be like last year where Liverpool was way way out in front because um, it wasn't even it wasn't even close last season. But no. um, I mean, it was a lot of it was down to injuries with City, and then I think they were just unlucky a lot of times. Like their I think their expected goals were way better than Liverpool, and like their their expected like. Clean sheets. I think there was even better than Liverpool as well, but somehow Liverpool were like keeping these clean sheets. Yeah, and with Laporte injured, um, they City really. really there, I mean, it, well, really, what it came down to was playing Fernandinho at center back. <laughs> Is all that really came yeah. down to? They 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 conceded so many goals, and they were shifting around their center back so much, and Pep could not find a center back pairing that he liked. When was the last time Stones ever played a game? He played last game. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Also, oh on that note, I kind of got to go. I have a class, but uh, yeah, good discussion. Thank you, guys. All right. See you, Mark. Yeah, I think that about wraps things up. Later. So, any, uh, any closing remarks? No, I just – it's going to be between those two teams, Liverpool City. Yeah. Like I, last season. I think we'll if Chelsea – I, I, I think if Chelsea – can get things. I think it's going to take them most of the season to get this new team rolling. I think they could be title yeah. contenders next year, and that's what I said last episode too. I think they could be title contenders next year. I think thinking that they can just come in, buy an entire new team, and and win the league is mm-hmm. a, a, a little foolish. I don't. I don't think that's that's possible. But I think if these players once they start clicking and start playing together and get used to each other, I think they could definitely be a force to be reckoned with. If if all of them you know live up to expectations, they need to sort the defense out. That too. They need to sort the defense out, and I still think that they need to play like Werner with someone, like yeah. as a like as a tandem. Yeah. Well, and the, and the goal the goalkeeper situation needs to be solved. We'll see if. Uh, well, hopefully it, they did. You know. Yeah. Or from Nikki's perspective, hopefully they did. Yeah, because I I don't know. I Lampard is definitely very unhappy with Kepa at this point. Kepa doesn't want to be there, and uh, 
<laughs> he completely Wait, threw who, him under the... Who does like Kempo? Sorry hated him, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, he tried to sub him, and then he was just like, no, no. Let yep. me play. Yeah. And he flipped out. I mean, I would, too, as a coach. Like, that just makes you look so weak, you know? Right. Weak as a leader. Right. Always going to leave after that. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. I think, and I mean, the other question, too, is where the heck is Kepa actually going to go to? Because, I mean, dude, it's... They They're definitely pays. not going to get their money back. Oh, no, no not even close. He's just gonna—he's gonna probably go out on loan somewhere, and then he'll somebody will buy him for like twenty million. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That was a not not a good purchase on their part. And I mean, God, I just mean, the difference—the diff—the difference between Allison, the second most expensive goalkeeper, and Kepa in that game was shocking. Um, when especially when Allison saved that penalty from Jorginho. The dude is such a monster, and Kepa just is he's no, the most reason. expensive goalkeeper. Yes, most expensive goalkeeper. He is. Yep. Yeah. Like God. He. It was Allison, <laughs> and then the Kepa. They bought Kepa like a month after Liverpool bought Allison for like a little bit more than than Liverpool bought Allison. So yeah, that's like worse than Torres from Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. So. Or not. Shevchenko from Milan. Yeah, so not uh, not a good uh, not a good piece of business. At least they there. didn't have a bad attitude like Keppa does. Keppa, he seems like he has a negative attitude and he plays bad. Yeah, and I think at this point he's lost all confidence. His team doesn't have confidence in him. His manager doesn't have confidence yeah, in him. Maybe that's why the defense plays poorly as well. Maybe it's, that's down to you know they don't feel secure behind them. The guy yeah. behind them. Yeah, you can definitely tell that they're definitely a little. Uh, the defense is definitely trying to <laughs> be a little cautious about what they're what they're doing because they do feel unsafe with Kepa and goal. So, All yeah. right. I'm just glad they didn't go for Donnarumma. So now that transfer is not going to happen. I was a little worried about that because I know Rayola is going to want to. Get some money from Gigi going somewhere, but that's that's Syria talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, it was good to good to have you on the show, and thank you all for listening. Yeah, anytime. And, and uh, we'll uh, see you next week.